What's happening, people? What's good? Welcome to another edition of Pilot Trip. Only on the Got What You Need podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, on the Got What You Need network. My bad. Make sure you check out the other great broadcasts on this network. Ian Friends, Life and Love, the Blackmail podcast, as well as the Encourage and Inspire podcast. Um, it's going to be one of the last podcasts you hear before um, the election. Um, so we're definitely going to speak on that. I want to touch on, and I know it's not really politics, but a lot of the, I guess, the extracurricular stuff kind of gets thrown in there as well. So we definitely going to talk about yay a, l- a little bit. Right. Um, and we're just going to touch on a few other, um, I guess, relevant um topics to progressives, but more importantly, my black folks. But let's get it started, man. Um, We have a very important election coming up, Tuesday, November 8th. And I know a lot of people listening are from different parts uh, of the country. Um, So we're not talking about getting people to vote for a particular candidate. It's not a presidential election year. So um, what we're really talking about is control of Congress. I see a lot of people complain about gas prices, complain about food, jobs, housing, and so on and so on and so forth. And in some cases, I have, you know, similar concerns um, and, and complaints. I guess where, like, I draw the line is, I guess, where I point the blame because I know why when gas prices go up, why they do because of greedy oil executives and not anything that any politician, whether on the right or the left, does. Um And a lot of times, people look at how much they pay for unleaded when it's really the price of diesel that indicates rise in consumer goods because now the truck drivers are charging more because they're paying more. But every time we turn around, it's, you know... Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, they're in charge. Why are they not doing anything? And then when people like me point out the obstruction, it's all whatever. And I just feel like we're in such a dangerous time because you have half of the people in the country running basically saying that Joe Biden lost the 2020 election. And we know that that's not true. We also have half of the people running saying that if they lose, they won't respect the results. So now every election, we have to go through this um, voter fraud nonsense. Um, We got people um, in Arizona um, that are intimidating 
um, election drop boxes, people that are going just to just to put their um, mail-in ballot in a drop box. And it's people that are guarding these drop boxes that are intimidating people. And when it's a and it's a group of senior citizens who made the complaint and the judge said you haven't provided ample evidence that you're in danger. And I'm just like anything that is put in place to intimidate or instruct somebody from voting is a violation of federal law. Yet you had a judge that said, nah, they are. Right. And y'all don't understand is that this is just going to get worse and worse and worse. Y'all, y'all hear me talk about the Democrats and some of the things that they don't do or some of the stupid things they do. But do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Like, they're not trying to oppress a, a, a certain race. They're not basically saying, hey, we want those who don't agree with us to feel pain. And I'm not like necessarily talking like physical, like like pain or whatever, but they don't want your they don't want you to feel comfortable living in this country. They want to be able to intimidate you, to harass you, and then go to court and someone tell them that they're within their right because they are superior to you, whether they are or not. Like, this is what we're up against. So, this isn't, oh, the the Democrats are going to save us because they never were. Or when the Republicans were for black people, no political party person or whatever. I'm just saying is a vote for your Democratic congressional candidate in this election just keeps things as normal as they can be. But if Kevin McCarthy or Jim Jordan, either of them or someone else worse, becomes the Speaker of the House, then Donald J. Trump becomes the Speaker of the House. Like, I I don't get why people don't understand how dangerous this man or any of his cronies are. Like, he took classified documents that have either gotten people killed or basically them having to retire and watch their back for the rest of their lives because they don't know whether their identity was um, found out or not. Like, anything that he took that he wasn't supposed to take was bad. But the fact that he took, you know, secret, top secret, like CIA documents and all that kind of stuff. And this isn't like any type of um, support for the CIA or defense of of the CIA or, or what have you. But what they do is what they've been doing. They're spies. Like every every country has a version 
of the CIA that working other countries to gather intelligence, gather secrets, whatever, what have you, all right? But our president shouldn't be exposing names of our spies to other world leaders, and we know that that's been done. <laughs> like, and, and, and I'm laughing because it's so dangerous how people just want to shoo-shoo anything that Trump has done. Like, like today, you know, we, I, I was I was watching TV and um, I think two January 6th rioters got 10 years. Now we know for a fact from all the evidence gathered, whether it was from the Department of Justice or the January 6th Commission, that not only did Trump encourage these people, he helped plan the whole thing. So now, in any other case where someone plans an entire, like, criminal act, whether he took place or not, when they found out that he had or she had um, something to do with the planning, don't they get arrested too? Don't they get charged too? But every time I turn around, I keep seeing all these other people, like the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and... And QAnon and all and, and and those leaders and and they're and they're getting in trouble, you know, but nothing remotely to charging the former president. And once again, we have not we have evidence that he was um, in on the planning of the whole thing. We also have evidence that. The former, his former employee, his former staffer, Cassie Hutchison, was telling the truth in regards to her testimony about the CIA when everybody said she was exaggerating and most of what she said was true, but she should have kept the last part to herself or whatever. And now we know that she was telling the God honest truth. And as bad as it sound, it was the truth. And, you know, um, I'm not one of these people to give those who come and testify, like, a pass. But I, I, I do give her credit. I mean, she had um, lawyers, you know, already paid for. She could have just kept going along with what was going on. Nothing likely would have happened to her. Um, she could have just, um, you know kind of sort of answer questions or whatever stuck to her original testimony but nah she came back and she told the truth so I you know for for that you know I give her and, and, and those others who who decided that you know uh enough was enough or, or whatever man look man party is party and I get all that and I get um what it takes to to switch parties from somebody who's a diehard Democrat or a diehard Republican. Now, I'm not talking independence because independence are independence because they vote um, with both sides. You know, um, if that's whatever. 
but I know how hard it is to to go against your your people, you know. So I wasn't one of those who who just thought, okay, I already know what a liar Trump is, what a bad businessman he is, what a con artist, what a scam artist he is, whatever, whatever, from living in the Northeast, living in the New York City area, seeing him um, basically destroy two casinos down in Atlantic City, um, at least two, um, what he said about the now exonerated five after the, um, the Central Park jogger incident, you know, and, and, and so many other you know, different things that he did, the the Trump University debacle, you know, where, he, you know, um, he had to pay up a bunch of money, you know. So um, I already knew that he wasn't qualified to be president. But at the same time, I wasn't sitting there expecting, like, Republicans to feel the way I do and say, oh, you know, this is a bridge too far. So when many of them, you know, changed and, and started supporting him and went along with it or, or whatever, like, I'm like, you know, this is what they're supposed to do. Like, as bad as he is, he put their party in the White House. And no matter what, you know, <laughs> um, that's big for for the Republicans. So they felt like, okay, if we could just control them or whatever, we'd be okay. And in some parts they did. They got um Supreme I think I think it got what three Supreme Court justices out of this dude. Like, if he didn't do anything but that, you know, that's a win for the party. That's a win for him. No matter how bad he was from a, a political standpoint. So I'm bringing all that up to say I get why so many people worked for him. So many people worked at the White House. Working at the White House is working at the White House. Whatever. I get all of that. And But when someone is so bad and you see that it's going to have possibly a permanent effect on the country that you live in and you still decide to go along with someone when you know someone is lying and he makes you decide to lie or then you're bad and then he attacks you and then he gets all of his supporters to you know attack you on social media and find out your phone number and call your house and harass you and sometimes even worse. Um, I, I say these things to say then how could anybody fix themselves to vote for people that supports that? Like you basically to get his support you have to say that he won something that he lost. And then he wants total loyalty to you. From you, excuse me. So like I said, if the Republicans win the House of Representatives, like I said, whether it's Kevin McCarthy or Jim Jordan or whoever, that's basically 
de facto Donald Trump as the Speaker of the House. And I, I, all the points I just brought up lets you know why that's so dangerous. Like, this isn't about blue or red. This is about the future of our country. Um, a lot of people listening, you know, they know the country we live in. So they're not out here all willy-nilly. And, you know, although they live their life, they they don't trust a lot of things. So they're a little bit more diligent. So they're less likely to get caught up in, in some things. Um, a lot of people that listen to this broadcast are from progressive, diverse areas and don't have to deal with certain things. But for those who, who don't and for those who can't just get up and move and they don't have family in other areas and they have to deal with, you know, um, people feeling privileged enough to violate their space or um, intimidate them. Um, make them feel unwelcome at certain places or in certain parts of town or in certain businesses or whatever. And these things basically go unpunished. You know, all we do when we ignore um, elections like this and we, we stay home or um, we don't speak out against um, the election deniers we just empower more people like that to act up against people that look like us. And, I, like, I get it. Like, you know, you're not responsible for every black person and what have you, man. But, nah, man, we do have somewhat of a responsibility. And, and staying home and saying that all oh, this don't have to do with me. But then... You know, complaining when there's a police shooting. But then not saying nothing when there's a gang shooting. And this ain't, and this ain't that Fox News Chicago stuff either. I, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, damn. Like, how numb, like, do, do, do we have to be to not see, you know, what's going on? Like, we got, we got a party that's so hard up to try to win the Senate and try to win the House that they nominated Herschel Walker, who then um, ran on a platform. I hope y'all hear that crumble in the background. Oh, man. <laughs> um, who then ran on a platform of pro-life. And then... Uh, like a whole football, starting football team worth of women have come out to say, oh, and he took me to get an abortion and he forced me to get an abortion and I got an abortion that, uh, like, <clears throat> most people, whether Republican, Democrat, man or woman, black, white, whatever, look long enough. You might find something someone said and then something they did that kind of may not jive totally. 
But when the contradiction is a total 180 and it's done over and over and over and over again. And then people still support him and say, oh, you know, God told us to forgive, so that's what we're going to do. But then somehow you can't forgive Joe Biden for simply just beating Donald Trump. Or you can't forgive Joe Biden because the gas prices are a little higher. I know they're not his fault. I know they're not his fault, but they say it is. So you can't forgive Joe Biden for things like that. But you can forgive this man for asking for your vote and being everything other than what he said he was or is when he asked for your vote. I'll even take it a step further when I talk about how you just can't vote for an election denier or a Trump supporter in any election in any race all across the country. Um, there, a, a lot of Republicans are doing an effective job um, painting Democrats as um, not tough on crime, right? And you know, from the last podcast you, that you listened to, um, I, I even talked about the um, the New York bail reform and how it was a lot of holes in it, and and, and we needed to um, to reevaluate, you know, that law. So you know, even I have come out to say some things need to change or whatever, right? But how can you um, run on a party of law and order? when you look the other way on January 6th? How can you run on a party of law and order when you think it's okay for anyone to have an AR-15? How can you be the party of law and order when even in a place like New York, where it's just understood, yo, you shouldn't be able to carry, you know, like this ain't the South, like, and definitely in places like Times Square, whatever, we don't need a bunch of people with guns or whatever, right? And you're, and, and, this, and, and there are conservatives in this country that got the New York gun law repealed. So, you want machine guns pretty much to be legal. You want anybody and everyone to be able to carry a gun no matter where. And somehow that's going to help law enforcement. Now look, I'll admit, um, bail reform in New York State, New York City, has been a mixed bag. But I'll take that over just making this entire country the old west any day and to me that that's just common sense like we're not even talking you know what they say pocketbook and wallet issues or, or whatever like i'm i'm talking your life i'm talking you know, how you transverse your, your city, your town, you know, how you live. 
Like, it's literally one one party, man. Like, listen to me. It's basically saying, yo, fuck y'all. Yo, like, you, you do what we say in this country, boy. Like, that, that's what's going on. Like, I just feel like people know what's good, but don't want to believe that their country is this bad. Like, look at all the stuff that, not the stuff, all like the consumer goods and um, and different items like avocados and different stuff like that that we have problems with once we started having issues at the border. But now y'all gonna sit here and then y'all wanna believe that everybody working on these different farms and stuff that get us our food are legal. Like, Look, I'm not trying to like point out something bad to justify something else is bad. But what I'm saying is um, we can't have a country in which our, I guess, our prosperity and whether we're successful is whether certain people are allowed in this country to work certain jobs or whatever, but then turn around and then say that they tough on immigration and then Joe Biden needs to do, President Joe Biden needs to do a better job at the border. Like, do you get the, like the, the contradictions or what have you? <clears throat> you know, like, with all, with all the supply line problems and and, and all the different items that the price went up or they weren't on the shelves and, 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 and um, we couldn't get these items to grocery store, excuse me, and all that kind of stuff. It all, it all went back to a, 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 a migrant, uh, a lack of migrant workers. You had some cases where some ranchers even held their migrants as slaves because they knew that they could go somewhere and possibly make more money or whatever and then possibly not come back and help their help him and help their their company you know get their stuff out it is so many different layers man to like immigration um you know inflation and you know the the price at the pump the price at the the cashier or, or what have you that has nothing to do with the president, has nothing to do with anyone in Congress or what have you. <clears throat> but um, Americans uh, are so fickle, man, that it's like as soon as they feel like their life is not good, then it's like, well, vote out the closest politician to me. So let me let me lash out at the fact that I don't like my my life right now and it's all it's someone else's fault so let me vote them out of office without even thinking about what the person that you may be voting in is about 
But in this case, everybody that's running is letting you know what they are about. And I just see so many different polls, and I understand polls aren't always correct, that just have like all these election denier conspiracy theorists that are going to be running states as governors, as secretary of states, which mean they become in charge of elections. Like, what is wrong with us? Look, man, it's people in every race that don't like integration. You know what I'm saying? So this isn't like, oh, we need white people to be stop being racist. We need this. What I'm saying is this. Sometimes there, sometimes it just becomes a time where you just have to say, look, as much as I don't like them motherfuckers over there, like, I don't want this country going in the direction that it's going. I'm not going to be around. I have children. I don't want them living and I, I don't want to play a part in leaving them in a country like that. Or my grandchildren or what have you. Like, it's so many things you could point out that Democrats could be strong on. Like, so many things. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's so many things where you could say, hey, regardless of obstruction, you still have all three um, houses. But yeah, with, but with a, a small majority, and for many of you listening, I had to talk to my, one of my brothers the other day about this fact, that a lot of things, um, especially that have to pass the Senate, need 60 votes, and not just the 51 majority. So that means you need your 50 plus 10 from the other side just to get a lot of things through. And in this, in this climate, that's just not possible. There's always been a divisiveness about government. And for the most part, it helped keep balance. But now it's so tribal because one side has made it so tribal and so dangerous and so radical that yes, now I'm telling who, who, whoever listening, um, vote for your Democratic congressional candidate in your district. Because um, if you think your quality of life is bad now it's, it's going to be worse tenfold and that don't necessarily mean you're going to lose your job you're not going to make any money you're not going to be fina- financially successful but alright imagine being financially successful and you know so much that you're able to buy a house you find a good realtor they find you a, a local house um, really doesn't need any work in a nice neighborhood, what have you. You move in, and two weeks later, all of a sudden, you start getting neighbors that start messing with you. 
you know, um, talking about your grass and, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, nitpicking, oh, you know, we keep, we, we keep our yards manicured on this block and we don't, we don't have a lot of loud music and whatever, whatever. It starts just letting you know that they're going to be all in your business or whatever. And then when you call the police, they, they basically, you know, come, but almost let you know that what these people are doing is all right with them and, 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 and you better take heed. Like, those are the type of things that I'm talking about. And when, it, look, we already have st st <laughs> systemic as well as systematic racism all throughout, like, the, just everywhere throughout our being as a country. But for it to be at a level of boldness that goes back to like the 50s or 60s and, you know, some parts of the 70s. Like, these were battles that were fought and were supposed to have been won. And it's a shame that we're even talking and revisiting them. But that's what this election is about. So it's not just about you know, red and blue and, you know, oh man, would neither one of them do anything for me? Shut the fuck up. And, and, and the reason I'm a little angry, man, because people pretend that they don't have time to find out what's going on or whatever, but then they know everything about nothing. They, they, they know every quote that somebody said on, 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 on a podcast, and I'm laughing because I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but you know what I mean, man. Like, they, they know all the gossip. Got time to binge watch shows. But don't got time to pick up a paper or something to find out what's going on. I know I was. I said I was gonna talk about that dude, man. But um, I just think that um, voting and um, looking out for each other at the polls as well is just way more important than um, talking about a billionaire right now. Um, we're going to talk about Mr. West. We're going to talk about Alex Jones' um, record um, judgment against him for being an ass. Um, we're going to talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked on, on our next broadcast. But this one is about voting, 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 voting. If there's an election denier running in your district, you need to be voting for the other person. Point blank, period. Let's stop playing with this, people. All right, man, that's my time. Be sure to support the entire network, Ian Friends, Life and Love, the Black Male Podcast, as well as the Encourage and Inspire Podcast. You are now listening to Politrick. I am your host, Sky. That is my time. I'm out. Peace.